0: Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining Think Realty podcast today. If you're a viewer, a listener, a downloader, whatever you are, thanks for joining us. We love being a part of your real estate investing journey. Uh, For the millions of real estate investors that Think Realty touches every single year, uh, we're glad that you're one of them and that uh, we can help you along this journey. We always bring great guests. uh, Eddie Wilson here, the founder of Think Realty. I want to make sure that I always bring great content, great guests to you. And today I'm jumping in to host some of the podcast uh, because I I love some of the guests we get to interview today. Uh, But before I jump in, let me say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsor, which is Real Property Management. Real Property Management is a fantastic property management firm. Working with the right property management firm uh, can put more money in your pocket, not less. Real property management provides a higher standard of property management to make sure you're maximizing the return on your investments. Experience the real difference today with real property management. You can visit them at real property MGT, real property <laughs> Uh, our guest today is from one of my favorite lenders uh, in the marketplace, RCN Capital. Uh, we've got Nate Zelensky on with us today. Nate, uh, so glad you're here.
1: Thank you so much, Eddie. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, I have actually written some articles for Think Realty in the past, so I'm glad that I've graduated uh, to the podcast camera now. So I'm ready to go, ready That's to have awesome. a great discussion. And
0: thank you for the kind words regarding the company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Jeff Tesh, uh, owner and one of the founders of RCN, uh, is the CEO, is uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. I've spent a lot of good time with Jeff and a lot of the team there, but uh, have a lot of respect for RCN. Let's kind of jump in um, and uh, talk through where we are in the loan marketplace today. I mean, right now, It's been a tumultuous year for lenders and real estate investors, and things have been moving. Today, we see a potential rate hike. I think actually might have already been announced. I don't know. Uh, But um, we know that there's going to be movement in the market. And I'm just kind of curious your take on the current marketplace, what's going on. I know that we might as well get the rate question out of the way. I hate talking rate because I think it's (laughs) one of the least important things. I feel like we should be underwriting for whatever it is for us today, and we should build relationships in lending. But we might as well get it out of uh, out of the way, because I know that all of our, our listeners want to want to know, you know, that question. What are the rates? What does it look like? Where are we going? Yeah, no, I
1: agree. It's been tumultuous is a good word for it. Um, you know, today it's going to bring some more news to the to the forefront to kind of get a better um, idea of how we're going to close out the year of 2022. But um, rates have gone up for us. I don't think that's an, any surprise to you know anyone listening or anybody that, you know, Um, is in this industry for the long haul. Um, But I think that's what's really important is to kind of take a step back and realize, you know, like you said, you're building relationships, um, you're trying to find trusted people that you can work with, you know, especially lenders, since they are the one, you know, working with you trying to cut that check. So I think that this year, more than any other in recent memory that I can think of has been a great tool for people to kind of, you know, toughen up, see if they can survive in this environment. Um, There has been some recent, you know, rush to the market over the past couple of years. So I think some of the saturation kind of went away from it uh, this year when people kind of got scared off by, you know, everybody sees the headline rise in interest rates and they just kind of, you know, turn away and kind of get unattractive with the prospect of investing in real estate. So, you know, Have rates gone up? Yes. But can you still survive in this market? Can you thrive? Definitely. There are so many investors across the country that will tell, you know, they're having close to record years. You know, they're not, they're not seeing the lowest interest rates, but they're still, you know, able to secure properties, um, turn a profit, uh, whatever the case may be, whether it's a long term rental or, you know, the short term, short term purchase and rehab there's definitely still avenues to success out there. So I think a lot of it has been, you know, you know, keep your head out of the news. Um, it's good to stay in the know, but at the same time, don't let that deter you from your goal of, you know, having a, a very successful business, having a successful portfolio, being able to invest in properties, you know, when you see them, when they're a good fit for you, um, there should still be no hesitation. Yes, there needs to be some education, um, but you're still gonna wanna, you know, go full steam ahead, Um, And it puts you in a better place, if I'm being quite honest. If you can, you know, survive through this year where rates have, you know, had a pretty significant jump, then you can pretty much survive in any climate. So um, I think a lot of investors are taking it as a badge of honor, you know, that they've uh, made it through the year 2022. They've seen some profits. You know, they've had some ups and downs, but that's life. You know, you can pick any profession um, and have some ups and downs. So I think, you know, there is some cause for positivity here. Um, rates have gone up, but opportunities have not, you know, decreased. So, you know, kind of finding that middle ground of, you know, forging ahead, like I said, still being able to find um, those properties and having the right outlook about it is is pretty much, you know, what we try to tell investors and, you know, the most important message because, you know, it's not going to be perfect um, every month of the year or every year of your investment career. So, you know, you just got to find ways to adapt, find different ways to succeed um diversifying the portfolio as well as you know some of the plans that you have for the properties that you may invest in so i think this year has given a lot of people a chance to you know better themselves as investors you know learn more about it you know with the rise in interest rates a lot of people are you know clicking more trying to educate themselves better um and that can only be a positive for you if you if you think about it take a step back and think about it so that's kind of where we're at that's where we're trying to you know tell investors if you can make it in this year you can make it in any And the rates don't go up forever. So, you know, like you said, building those relationships, you know, going forward. So when the rates do decrease, business is just so much more like easier, more convenient for you now that you
0: have those relationships in place. Yeah, that's great. Great point. Um, You know, I'm actually very bullish. I actually believe that this is where real estate investors make all their money. I'm I'm a third generation real estate investor. Uh, This is my third real estate cycle that I've been investing in. And uh, I told my CFO the other day, you know, like, I'm ready to double our net worth in this time period. This is where you, you know, this is when it's time to make, hey, when everybody else is nervous and running out, uh, we need to get specific and run in. I like the point that you made about, you know, rates and adjusting. Um, The thing is, is if you're underwriting properly for for what your rates are today or what you believe they're going to be for tomorrow, um, it may leave meat on the bone for you later. We, we don't know that rates are going to stay here. They may drop a little bit later on. They may go stagnant. Um, and we still have a solid asset class. Real estate is going to appreciate. Uh, we're still going to see the benefits of taxation, you know, the tax benefits of real estate. It's, it's, there's no reason for being fearful. This isn't some massive drop off a cliff like mm-hmm. 2008, 2009, Uh, this is market correction. This is a little bit of undulation in the marketplace and the lenders, you know, you guys want to see real estate investors succeed as much as real estate investors want to succeed. The last thing you want is real estate investor to go out of business because then you don't have, you don't have a client anymore. So, um, I think that, uh, you made some, some really great points there. Um, let me ask you a little bit about new construction versus fix and flip um it's it's kind of the new craze i mean maybe not the new craze maybe the last couple of years it's been the craze um we're five to six million homes under build in the united states right mm-hmm. now and uh, a lot of guys that were doing rehabs have moved into the new construction space are you seeing a lot of movement in there still um and what are the states you're seeing some of the new construction jumps in
1: yeah so new construction has been um definitely an avenue where people want to you know Uh, broaden their horizons, um, expand their portfolio, whatever cliche you want to use. But it's definitely something that we've seen on the rise. Um, Florida, I'd say most importantly, a lot of, you know, in the southeast, um, outside of Atlanta, we've definitely seen a rise in that. So I'd say the southeastern part of the country, to answer that bit of the question, has definitely been the most uh, that we've seen for ground-up construction submissions. Um, It's definitely, you know, sharpened. RCN Capital a little bit as well. Um, previously, you know, when I started, we didn't even have a ground up construction loan program. Um, so over the course of the past 18 to 24 months, um, we've brought that back into the fold. Um, we've tried to perfect it as best we can, you know, give it give it a, a competitive option for the lender or for the investors out there. So definitely the ground up construction space is on the rise. Um, I think, you know, just that opportunity for the investors to put their stamp on a property is a little bit more appealing there's not a lot of room for uh, creativity sometimes in the investment uh, real estate space so for people to be able to go in you know build a home uh, from the ground up is just something that they really want to take that opportunity uh, take advantage of you know and when lenders are funding all of the construction costs that's a huge burden off of somebody's shoulders you know previously you know it was just the rehab costs that were hundred percent funded. Now, if somebody can get a, a whole build on a home funded, that's something you know that just expands um, their potential. Um, it's great experience as well. People that are trying to get into the ground up construction, uh, we definitely applaud that because um, a versatile investor is one of the best investors, in my opinion. You know, Somebody that has experience, like you mentioned, in the fix and flip space, uh, but also in the long-term rental space, the 30-year, and then in the ground up construction. So if you um, are able to look at, you know, whether it's vacant land or a home already standing up if you can you know have experience doing any number of things with a with a particular property that just makes you a better investor so the ground up construction is definitely something that we're seeing on the rise we're closing them at a much quicker clip than we were at the beginning of 2022 uh part of that was you know on us just trying to search for the right guidelines search for the right program you know so we can um, have something that investors are really seeking out instead of you know weighing their options. We want RCN Capital to come to the front of their mind first. So it kind of took some perfecting of that loan program, uh, but now it's you know full steam
0: ahead with the ground up construction. Definitely something that's gotten more popular. That's great. Um, uh, you know a lot of the comments and questions that I get is um, right now conventional lending is difficult. Underwriting guidelines have tightened up. I think a lot of real estate investors that maybe just specifically use conventional and didn't use private uh, lenders uh, are now considering it. What are some of the benefits of using a private lender versus going to your local bank or credit union or whatever, you know, more conventional lending structure you had was? One of my favorite conversations to have, to be honest, Um, just so people are aware
1: of the options that are out there. Um, And, you know, a private lender Uh, like RCN Capital is pretty much tailoring their, you know, their business model, their loan programs to, you know, real estate investors. Banks are not really doing that. They're typically, you know, doing what's best for the bank. RCN Capital every day is striving to, you know, perfect our programs so that investors can benefit from them as well as us. Um, I would say the biggest one is the variety of the products. So, you know, you might be pigeonholed if you're going conventional in terms of, you know, they'll only offer loans on maybe a long-term rental on properties that are already in place. Um, They're a little bit more shy about, you know, the fix and and flip model because there is room for error. Um, RCN Capital takes that into account. You know, we want to cover that rehab budget, take the onus off of the investor as much as possible and make that fix and flip process as easy as possible for them. Um, I think another one that people really appreciate is the less documentation uh, on the private lending side, um, a lot easier to get approved. You know, there's not that um, annual income, the tax returns, a lot of documents that you can just drown in, quite frankly, when you're dealing with the bank or a conventional lender. You don't see that on the private side. We are really trying to get that deal closed Um, as quick as possible. Yes, there is still some documentation we need. There's obviously not going to be, you know, a no documentation route um, ever, but we want to make it less invasive for the investor. We want to make that process, you know, simple, convenient, and most importantly, repeatable. You know, if they have an experience where they're like, wow, that was all I needed to do to get approved for a loan with a private lender. Let me turn around, find a property and go right back to that same lender just because it was so convenient, so easy to work with um there's less restriction on investor specific strategies as well a lot of the times when we have these conversations from the investors point of view they're actually hitting a ceiling when they're working with a conventional lender once they start having loans out on three four five properties which are just you know from an investor standpoint those are just routine fix and flips that will all be done within a year uh banks can start to back away at that point and say whoa you've got way too much on your plate right here we're not very comfortable you know, putting out another loan for you. So uh, on the private side, we're again, you know, take as many out as you want. As long as you're paying us back, just keep going, you know, keep keep finding those properties. We'll keep writing the checks for you, you know, and everybody can kind of move forward um, with their business. I think a lot of times um, the investors can get frustrated with the banks because they'll hit that ceiling you know and this is just a normal tuesday for them but for the bank they're checking every number this and that and things aren't adding up so they're they become much more hesitant you know to lend to an investor uh, a savvy investor that has pretty you know diverse real estate portfolio the banks start to back away Um, in terms of a private lender that's exactly what we're looking for we want to fund um, as many of those deals as you can bring to our table so i think that that kind of seesaw right there when banks start to back away the private lenders are are the happiest and that's where we can feel like we can help the investors the most because we want them to grow exponentially uh just as much
0: as we do yeah Um, and i think too sorry those are some really great points uh it, it's it's funny just to jump in there real quick, and then I'll let you go again. But the uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was talking to a banker the other day, uh, conventional bank, and I use a lot of private lending as well, and and I'm a real estate investor, and I've got close to four thousand doors. And the thing is, anytime I walk into a bank and they hear numbers like that, it totally scares them, right? Like mm-hmm. they see me as a, an anathema. Like they're like, "What are you doing?" You know, like yeah. I walk into a private lender and you say those numbers, and they're like. <laughs> well, here's the red carpet, you know, yes, like exactly. What do you want exactly. to do? You know? The like, VIP I, I treatment. Um, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: What, what can we do? Sending the best loan officer your way. Things yeah. like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you got me all all riled up here. I could go on for the benefits of the private lending, but I think um, for some of the newer investors out here, it's kind of good to hear. We've talked a lot about you know what we can do when we see a, a, an experienced investor, but. Self employed borrowers and people with a lack of experience can still get qualified with a private lender. I think that's one of the biggest things that people are kind of, you have that eye opening moment where they're like, oh, I can actually, you know, have a viable career just starting from scratch. You know, RCN Capital in particular, we can see zero experience um, on a fix and flip. And if you bring it to our, Uh, to our, uh, to my desk and the numbers make sense, we're going to approve somebody that doesn't have any previous experience, Um, you know, and we know how volatile the, um, the real estate investment space can be. So being self-employed or having this be their only, you know, source of income, as long as they can come to the table on that first deal, you know, show us some numbers that make sense and, and that want us, that make us want to proceed. Um, Zero experience is not a deal
0: breaker, which I think is huge for investors to realize yeah that's really really great uh our time's kind of drawn to a a close end here but uh, one last question i want to get in what are some of the hot markets you said it for florida you said you've got a lot of new construction is florida also that hot in fix and flip or what are maybe two or three of the big fix and flip markets or long-term hold markets you're seeing movement in right now yeah Um, i would say Um, Florida is obviously going to be at,
1: you know, the hub of a lot of conversations, Florida, Texas, California are three, you know, juggernauts when it comes to real estate investing, but they are hard markets to break into. Um, I did kind of mention Atlanta there for ground up construction, but you know, the Southeastern part of the country, especially Atlanta and the surrounding suburbs are huge markets right now, um, for any type of property, uh, the Midwest as well, we're seeing a lot of activity. Um, in Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, states that wouldn't normally come to mind in the Midwest. But the the thing about those is the return on investment or the profit that these investors can make are very good in those areas because some of the home values are starting at such a lower price um, in the Midwest. And then, you know, once you put um, the, the facelift on it or, you know, um, a lot of these states have Uh, counties circled or, you know, cities circled in the surrounding suburbs where they really want to, you know, put an infusion of cash into those areas um, and make them more appealing for people. So we're seeing a lot of that in the Midwest. Like I mentioned, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey is a huge one as well. Um, New York, uh, we see a lot of business. But, you know, I would say so I would say Georgia, um, some of those states in the Midwest, and then you're always going to have a conversation when it comes to Texas, California, um, and Florida, and I think Arizona deserves to be in that that conversation as well. They are, you know, on the rise in terms of um, a very desirable location that people want to live in as well as invest in. I think those two kind of go hand in hand. So um, I, those are definitely some of the
0: trends um, in terms of states that we're seeing on the rise. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Uh, it was great to have you on the show. I'm sure I'll see you at. A conference here in the near future. Yes, uh, I'd love that. And uh, make sure you give my best to Jeff and Erica and the whole team there at RCN. Uh, always enjoy hanging out with you guys and appreciate what you guys mean to the industry. I mean, you guys are one of the largest private lenders in the nation, uh, even privately held private lenders in the nation. And I just appreciate mm-hmm. the service you guys provide to real estate investors. Yeah, thank you so much, Eddie. We appreciate the opportunity.
1: Hopefully, we can do this again in the near future, if nothing else. And I do actually have um, a meeting at 2.30 with Erica, so she'll be happy to hear that this went well, and I'll send her your regards. So thank you so much for the time today. RCN Capital really appreciates it.
0: And it, for them to find out more information or to uh, get uh, information on it, rcncapital.com?
1: Yep, that's correct. That's correct. And then uh, uh, for people out there, they can also email me at n z i e l i n s k i at rcncapital.com that's my direct email address but yeah rcncapital.com will have all the information on our latest you know uh, programs interest rates of course anything they want to know more about the company Um, but if they got a chance to write down my email uh, they can reach out to me as well so thank you so much all right thanks nate have a great day you too bye now
0: let me say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsor which is real property management Real Property Management is a fantastic property management firm. Working with the right property management firm uh, can put more money in your pocket, not less. Real Property Management provides a higher standard of property management to make sure you're maximizing the return on your investments. Experience the real difference today with Real Property Management. You can visit them at MGT, MGT. Dot com. Thanks, Think Realty listener and viewer for being a part of the podcast today. It's been our privilege to host you. Uh, if there's anything that we can do to service you in any way, uh, please reach out to us. We're active on all the social channels. Also, if you're not getting our uh, latest magazine, make sure you go to the Barnes & Noble nearest you. Pick one up off the shelf there. Uh, or go to thinkrealty.com and have it delivered straight to your house like I do. And uh, it's always a great... Um, a bit of information and really helps you uh, to see the market holistically. Everything that's going on from single-family to multifamily to commercial, self-storage, mobile homes, you name it, uh, we, we talk about it and bring in experts uh, in that field to give you great content. Um, Think Realty, if you're not already making plans for next year, uh, you're going to be missing out. We have a great conference coming up uh, for Think Realty in Houston next year, uh, March 23rd and 24th. Uh, And I want you to make plans now to be a part of that show. It's always a fantastic show. Houston's a great market, and we'll have experts from all around the nation come there and speak. Uh, And right now I'm offering a buy one, get one free on the tickets. Uh, I want you to come and bring a friend. Uh, If you go to uh, thinkreality.com forward slash podcast, I'm sorry, thinkreality.com forward slash Houston and write the word podcast uh, as the the code, uh, then you'll get the special pricing on the buy one, get one. Put two tickets in your cart, put the word podcast, you see it right above my head all in caps, uh, and put that in the code there and you'll get the free uh, ticket as a buy one, get one. And we will see you in Houston.